to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. Okay, this is a highly requested episode and I'm excited to chat about it. We're talking about my high vibe morning routine as a mom. Um, If you don't know, I currently have a seven and a half month old, which is so crazy, I can't even get over it. Um, And my morning routine, my morning has always been like so sacred to me, but it has obviously evolved (laughs) as becoming a mom. Um, And also like from when she was born to now, it's changed so much much. So I'm going to be talking about the shifts that it, it, like the shifts that happened, all the things, right? So we're just going to get right into it. So depending on like what stage of your motherhood journey you're in, or maybe you're listening to this and you're on your path to motherhood, you're trying to conceive whatever it is, is going to obviously depend on like what your morning routine is going to look like. So prior to having a baby, right? Prior to having Madison, I was the person who had at least a two hour morning routine. Like literally it was at least two hours, probably more than that. I did pretty much everything that I'm still doing now, but I just, I would meditate for longer. I would journal for longer. I would also pull angel cards every single day. I just was, would take my time with it and be like super slow, like no rush. Cause I had the time, right? Like you don't realize till you become a mom or you become a parent. Like, wow, what did I do with all my time? Like you just don't realize it. You don't know until you know, right? Just like with anything else. Um, and what so many people would always be like, Oh, just wait till you have kids. Just wait till you have kids and you're never going to be able to do all of that. And that's bullshit, right? Like I hate that narrative while obviously, no, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do a two hour morning routine. That doesn't mean that I still can't meditate and I still can't exercise. I still can't do all these things. I'm still doing all these things. It just looks very, very different. And the pace at which I'm doing it, the intention of it, it's all different, but you're still able to do it. And honestly, like I loved every second of my two hour morning routine, which obviously I was privileged to have. I work from home. I was able to do all that. Although I still did all of that when I was teaching, I just woke up at four 30 in the morning. Cause I didn't have to leave till six 45. So I still did all of that. Um, but anyway, I loved every single second of it. I would, I would never change it, but I actually like it better now because I'm more efficient. I'm doing things more quickly. I don't actually feel like I need so much time to like get my vibe right to be like, okay, I used to feel like I needed to do all of these things to be healthy. I needed to take all this time to feel good in my energy. And like that has changed simply because I don't have the time. So it's just like a decision like, okay, I actually don't need X, Y, and Z, um, to feel a certain way. Right. So it's always the intention behind it too, which is so important. But that's what my morning routine used to look like. And I know some of you listening, maybe you are a mom who does work from home. Maybe you're a full-time stay-at-home mom. Maybe you are a mom who's also working outside of the house. And that's obviously going to look different with whatever your life is with you personally. So I customize this to you. But what I don't want is for you to hear whatever I'm doing and make excuses of like, oh, well, she works from home. Or, oh, like I don't have that time because I have to go into the office. Or, oh, X, Y, and Z, right? Like whatever the quote-unquote excuse is, is we drop the excuses at the door, right? Because I know, yes, it would look very different if I was still teaching. If you didn't know, I used to be a teacher. 
I know we have a lot of new listeners here. I was a teacher for nine years, almost a full decade. Um, I taught Spanish and ENL English as a new language in mostly the high school setting. I taught literally every single grade over the nine years I was teaching. Um, and I used to wake up at four 30 in the morning, every single morning, I woke up at four 30 in the morning so I could meditate, work out, journal, do all the things. Did I have kids then? No. So obviously it would look different, but I know for a fact, if I was still teaching, I know that I would still somehow figure it out and I would still weave these things into my life in whatever way that I needed to, because I value how I feel every day. I value how I show up, especially now as a mom, it is even more important because if you are just waking up and you're on the defense all day and you wake up and you're right away into like, you know, the baby and everything, which some days is like that, like, we'll, we'll, I'll talk about that too, but there's no anything of filling yourself up in any way. Or you say like, okay, I'm doing this today. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then like, you don't do any of the things that you wanted to do for yourself, which again, some days are like that. Like, let's just be honest if they're like, it just happens. But my point is it really lowers your confidence, right? And one thing for me, especially, especially as having a daughter, but even if I had a son, confidence, exuding that confidence from me is going to really determine her confidence levels because she's going to see, I don't want her to see a mom who is doubting herself, who's not confident, who's picking apart her body, who isn't taking care of herself, who doesn't feel good. Like I don't want to be that example to her because I know kids learn from what they're around, right? Like obviously there's certain things that across her life, it's going to like shift and change her mind and all that stuff. But like the foundation of everything, her subconscious is being formed right now. And in, you know, till she's seven, but I want her to see a mom who's confident, who is strong, who's taking care of herself, who is not making excuses, who's prioritizing things, who's showing up so well to her. Does that mean that I'm perfect? Hell no. Like obviously not, but it make these things are really important. And I think setting up your morning even, and again, sometimes these things like are, don't happen just in the morning, right? Like sometimes they trickle into the afternoon or at night, because again, it's been a day, maybe your baby was sick or maybe she needs you more or whatever it is. Like things just always come up as a mom. So it totally depends. But the point is when you do these, even if it's one thing every single day, it is going to boost your confidence and that's going to change how you show up and that's going to change how your daughter, son looks at you. And that is so important. That's literally everything. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, this changes from month to month with every stage, she's in a new routine right now that she's eating breakfast. So she started eating solids. We're personally doing baby led weaning. So if you don't know what that is, look it up. I'll do another podcast on it. Not right now, but she started eating solids when she was six months and we started with dinner, one meal a day. Now that she's seven and a half months, we're doing two meals a day, breakfast and dinner. So now once that started, it shifted the morning routine, right? When she was first born, when I want to say, if you have a newborn right now, when like meaning zero to, I don't even know, eight weeks, 10 weeks, even 12 weeks, my morning routine, first of all, it was not a routine, (laughs) like, especially in the very first, like four to six weeks, it was just like, did I remember to brush my teeth today? did I actually shower? Like, let's be honest. Okay. There was no routine. I did take my supplements every single day and I brushed my teeth every day. Um, some days I went to bed without brushing my teeth because that was just what we were doing. But, um, so like if, if you're in that early, early newborn stage, like please come back to this when you're not in it. And also like, I love you. You've got this. It's the absolute best time. It's going to go so fast. Just like surrender to it. Soak it up it's not going to last forever. And that's just like the reality of it. But anyway, 
So that was like my morning routine was brushing my teeth, washing my face, taking my supplements and getting out for a walk. That was literally it. I wasn't even doing warm lemon water in the mornings. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing any of that in the very beginning. Honestly, my the routine that I have now, I really didn't get back into doing all the things that I was doing before I had Madison till she was about like six months, maybe five months. I was slowly adding things back in. Like in the, in the very beginning, probably the first two months, I wasn't even doing warm lemon water consistently. We were also moving, packing, renovating, buying a new house. Like it was very intense. Um, so like, again, what I think is really important is also like, it was, it's easier for me now as a mom to be doing all these things because I had such strong habits and I was so devoted to my health before I even got pregnant, before I even had Madison, which is why I'm always like, oh my God, take care of yourself now. Not only because it's going to help you get pregnant, it's going to support you during pregnancy, it's going to support you during postpartum, but it's going to make it easier for you to add these things back in once you do have a baby because they're already normal and natural to you. It's just figuring out out how to now fit it into your new life and being flexible with it. So it is easier for me in that sense. So it totally depends on where you came from or what you're coming from. But um, anyway, so that was how it was then. And then I slowly started adding things in for a while. Like I was eating my breakfast. I would have overnight oats always prepped the night before I was eating that on the go on our walks. Cause she wasn't fully eating food yet. And by the time I got like everything done and she needed a nap, so we needed to go. It was just like a little more hectic. Now I'm feeling it's way more solid, way more slow and like more, um, intentional and it feels amazing. So again, do it, take from this episode, what makes sense for you with where you're at and customize it for what season you're in and just do whatever honestly makes you feel your best. Um, and one other thing that I want to say before I give you the actual like things that I'm doing is really dropping the expectations. This is something my business mentor, um, Taylor Quinn, I love her. She's cake money consulting on Instagram. If you are a business owner, um, she always will, cause she's a mom, right? I will never hire someone again, who's not a mom because it's just totally different. Um, but she is, um, she always says to me, like, have no expectations. Like I go into the day with no expectations. I have an idea of what I want to get done right in the business and just in life, I have an idea of what I want to get done, but I have no expectations because the reality is sometimes that to-do list is not going to get done. Sometimes your baby's just going to need you way more often. Sometimes they're going to nap for a half an hour instead of the usual two hours. Sometimes they're not going to nap. Like things just happen, things pop up. And in the morning, when I first started getting back into doing like more of my stuff with meditating, my warm lemon water, and journaling and doing all these things that we're going to talk about, I would be like, okay. And I started waking up before her. Um, I was like, okay, I'm waking up an hour before her. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And that morning she woke up an hour early when I was waking up before her. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. So like going in with no expectations, because if you have set, like I'm doing this, this, and this, and then it doesn't happen, you're going to wake up. She's going to, and then like, they'll be awake and you're like, fuck. And then you're just going to be frustrated. Right. And that is just really a horrible way to start your day of being frustrated of like, fuck, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. So really just dropping the expectation and knowing that you're going to get done what you need to do in whatever way that you can, but it's not going to look the same every day. And so you have to just drop that and just know that it's going to be flexible and you have to just flow with it. Um, so that you don't let it get you down and take on your, like, and take it out on your baby or just take it out on the day and start your day on the wrong side of the bed. Right. So know that whatever is happening like that day, I'm like, okay, this is serving me in some way. She woke up an hour early. I was supposed to be up 
before her, I'm not. Okay. How is this strengthening my capacity to just figure it out and still do what I want to do and still feel really good and still come out the day with great energy? This is an opportunity, right? So whatever is actually happening is happening for you and you're going to figure it out because you're a mom and moms literally could figure anything freaking out. Like, let's just leave it at that. We are the most powerful humans on the planet. Okay. All right. So here's what is in my morning routine. On like an uh, on, I'm just gonna say all the things that it entails, and then again, it looks different every day. So right now, I am trying to get up before Madison. We are co-sleeping. Right, she'll sleep in her crib in the beginning of the night when I'm not in bed yet, um, and I have to go back and soothe her like throughout the night while I'm still like cleaning up dinner or getting myself ready, showering, whatever. Like she wakes up a few times still, um, and then usually she wakes up again right as I'm going into bed or right as I'm still finishing up doing like my nighttime routine. And then I'll bring her into bed with me. Or if she's still sleeping, when I'm go to bed, I go to bed. And then when she wakes up, whenever she wakes up, I bring her back into bed with me, but she's kind of a light sleeper. Like when I wake up and move, if she's not totally out, she's going to wake up. So it's been difficult for me to wake up before her because we are co-sleeping. So I tried different things out where like, okay, if she wakes up at five in the morning, she usually wakes up around that time. Not like for the full day, but she'll just like wake up to eat uh, or like to nurse her. I'm like, okay, I'll nurse her. And then after that, I'll put her back into bed. But I did that for a little bit and it was okay, but it was taking her a really long time to get back down. I'm like, this is a total waste of my time. So now I'm just nursing her at that time and I'm like sliding out of bed. And obviously it's safe. We have things around so she can't roll off the bed. Um, but that's what's been working now. And some days like this morning, uh, she woke up with me. It, she woke up at six o'clock and I was like, okay, it was a little before six. It was like five fifty something. And I'm like, my alarm was set for six. And it's not like, a, it's like a little bird chirping. Like she won't wake up from that. But, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to nurse her and I'll slide out. I slid out. She woke up and she was like laughing that I like up and ready to go. I'm like, all right, here we go. So again, she, I was not able to be up before her, but I still did all these things. And I'm going to tell you how. Okay, if you are a mom or even a soon-to-be mom, you need to know about these two resources I have for you. The first is a totally free training. It's called How to Create Hormone-Balanced Meals. It is how you are going to create your meals, making sure they're blood sugar balancing, aka it's giving you energy without caffeine. It's supporting your hormones. It's supporting you rebalancing postpartum. It's supporting your uh, milk supply for breastfeeding. It's supporting your mental clarity, your moods, your poops, literally everything. This is so, so, so freaking important. I want you to download this training, watch it, and make sure that you are having at least for breakfast, at least for breakfast. Obviously, I recommend for every single meal, but at least for breakfast, you're having a hormone balanced meal. It is going to set you up for success for the day. It's going to give you energy. You're going to have so much more patience and mental clarity and just everything for the day. It is essential. So download that totally free. And then I also have a recipes guide that is I literally designed it so that you know how to, you, you have recipes that are plant-based, they're gluten-free, they're simple, super minimal ingredients, and they're quick. Like I know you don't have time to be spending hours and hours in the kitchen every single night prepping every single meal from scratch, which obviously I also know that you want to eat as whole food base as possible. You want to support your hormones. You want to be eating well, but you also are like, fuck, I don't really exactly have the time. What am I supposed to do? So I'm the queen of making, throwing shit together and it becoming really, really good. And obviously they're all blood sugar balancing. They're all hormone balancing. 
like I said, they're all plant-based, they're all gluten-free. You could, of course, adapt as necessary, but there are breakfast recipes, lunch, dinner, dessert, all of that, and it's $14.44. And I also have specific notes in there of like brands of certain things that I like and also notes of how to tweak the recipe if you are pregnant to make sure that you're getting enough and or if you're breastfeeding. So it's really awesome, super comprehensive, highly recommend it. And you could also bundle that with a meal plan. So like if you're like right now, if you're like, I just really don't know what to eat throughout the day. Like, I don't know exactly like how to create my day to make sure I'm getting everything that I need to rebalance postpartum, to have energy, to support my milk supply, like whatever it is. Or also you are like, I want to learn how to revamp leftovers. I want to learn how to meal prep better and to batch cook things. So I'm not cooking every single meal from scratch. Like I just said before, this meal plan is going to be really supportive for you. It's a 14 day meal plan. It comes with a grocery list and stuff. And I really show you in there, like what it could look like a day in the life. How many hours ideally to have in between each of these meals, how you can use lunch to make or use dinner to make it for lunch the next day, how you can make leftovers, like how you can revamp what you did for dinner and make it a little different for the next night so it doesn't feel like you're having the same thing, but it's the same ingredients. Like it's really, really awesome. So you could upgrade to that as well. And that's only $24.44. So it's super low ticket. I really just wanted to make it something that was available for you because I know if you are a mom or you're a mom to be, you want to be eating healthy, you want to be supporting yourself the best as you can to show up to your life as best as you possibly can, but you don't necessarily have the time. Um, and this is really going to support you. So go check that out in the show notes, the free training, how to create hormone balanced meals, really essential. And then also the recipes guide, you could get the recipes guide on its own, or you could get it with the meal plan. So whatever floats your boat, um, let me know if you have any questions. And if you do get either of these, let me know which recipes you try. I love the nourish lentil soup. That is a weekly staple. I love the um, Mexican taco. No, it was a uh, Mexi taco vibe. Love that. Loaded Japanese sweet potatoes. Those are my faves. Um, let me know which ones you love and which ones you try out. Okay, let's get back to today's show. But my ideal thing is that I'm up a little bit before her so I could at least brush my teeth, wash my face, go to the bathroom, set up her high chair and stuff, um, and meditate before she wakes up. Those are like my goals to do before she wakes up. I really only need like a half an hour to do all of that. Um, so that's like my goal of what I want to happen. That doesn't always happen though. So I wake up in the morning, um, wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. If you don't think of that song when you hear that, I don't know. I do. Anyway, um, I listen to two Abraham Hicks audios while I'm brushing my teeth, washing my face. That's what I do like right away. I brush my teeth, wash my face. Um, I listen to two Abraham Hicks audios. One of them is a morning rampage. I'll link these below. And it's just all about like today is a good day. It's just like breathing life into your day of like, oh, today is a new day. I'm feeling amazing. Today's going to be like, it's just like really setting you up energetically to look at how everything is working out for you and how it's just a brand new slate, brand new day, brand new energy. You're like, let's freaking go. It's nine minutes long. So listen to that. Um, and then I also listen to a money mantra one. Cause like, especially as a business owner, as a CNO, CNO, CEO, as an entrepreneur, it's so important to rewire our brain around money mindset, the different patterns we have from childhood, like all this stuff. So I listen to this every single morning too. It's, I think it's called money magnetism or money mantra, something like that. It's like five to seven minutes. Um, I listen to those back to back every single morning, not always straight through. It depends like, but I listen to them every morning again. This doesn't have to be in the same order. doesn't matter, whatever, but I listen to them every morning and it really just like primes my brain for the day. And I absolutely love it. 
Then I, when I'm going to the bathroom in the morning, I journal and this, and now if you're going to the bed, you should be going to the bathroom. You should be pooping within an hour of waking up. Um, and your poop, it should be like, you should be done within like five to 10 minutes in the morning, right? It should not be long. Um, so it's very short. So all I do when I'm journaling is I'm just writing down like five to 10 things. Not even, sometimes I only have time to do like three things, especially if she's already awake. I got to like do it real quick. Um, I will write like five to 10 things of what was good from the day before. And it's always small little things. Like this morning I wrote like Chris rubbed my feet. Um, we were like, we were playing all together in the playpen with Madison and he was like massaging my feet. Um, I wrote that as my thing. Um, I wrote that I love that he emptied the dishwasher for us. I wrote that I was so grateful that Madison was laughing with me and we were playing and she was having so much fun. I went out to lunch with a friend, which was awesome. Um, I had uh, amazing conversations with my clients. I had a woman join one-on-one coaching with me. Um, I felt really good about an email that I wrote about um, the trying to conceive accelerator, trying to conceive accelerator that's currently launching and I'm accepting women into. Like I was just like, oh, oh another woman who was in the mindful hormones method that she messaged me a sonogram picture. I already knew that she got pregnant, um, but like through the mind of hormones method, which is freaking amazing, but she, which is like literally all, happens all the time. But she messaged me a sonogram picture. She's like, Oh my God, my first sonogram. Like, I'm so grateful for you. So I wrote that in my journal. Um, Ashley, if you're listening, I love you. Um, anyway, so like these are little things that I write. And then at the end of it, I write, thank you. Thank you. Thank you more, please. So it's always like, I'm so appreciative of all of this, more of this, please. Um, so it's just like letting the universe know, like, oh, I'm so grateful for this. Keep it coming. Right. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you more, please. And that literally is two minutes while I'm going to the bathroom in the morning, two minutes and done. Okay. Then, um, and again, sometimes this is all broken up. Like it's not always like I'm doing all of this in a row. I'm sometimes soothing mass. And if she's awake, I, I like, I nursed her in the morning, changed her, whatever, like spend some time with her. And then I started all of this. Um, and I put her in her crib and with like some toys or whatever her monitor on so I could see her. And then like in between some of this, she was like, mm, like kind of fussing. I'll go and play with her a little bit and then I'll leave and continue doing some of my stuff. Then I'll go back. Um, again, this is all probably about 20 minutes, all of this, the stuff that I'm talking about. Um, and then I will meditate. Now, if she's already awake and I have to meditate, obviously, you know, she's in her crib, she's safe, she's doing what she has to do. I have the monitor. I'm, I'm like right in the next room and I could hear her. So it's like, I have like one eye open, one not. So it's not like a complete meditation. Like it is if she's sleeping, but it still really does support me. And I will only do like a five to six minute meditation. If she's awake, if she's sleeping, I'll aim to do 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and I usually do insight timer or Melissa would help meditations. And sometimes when she's awake, I'll be in the middle of the meditation and she's like crying, whatever she needs me. I have to stop the meditation and go get her and then just finish it later or whatever. Like, so sometimes this happens, right? Like it's not always perfect. Um, And then I always like, so after I do all of that, I get dressed, whatever we go into the kitchen. I already have our breakfast is prepared. I'm doing for her. Um, a lot of times in the morning, these like banana, I make it with oats, um, banana and, um, different fruit every week. So like with the banana, sometimes mango was this week. Sometimes I'll do blueberries. Sometimes I'll do apple, whatever with breast milk mixed all together. It's like little pancakes for her. She loves them. So I make a few of them, um, on Sunday for like three days and then I'll make it again. Like, so I batch it and, and switch it up and then I'll do oatmeal for myself usually. But anyway, I'll do that. I have my, um, light therapy lamp on right now because it's winter time around here. We're not getting a lot of sunlight. So that's really helpful. Um, I have my warm lemon water while I'm getting our breakfasts together. I take my supplements. We eat our breakfast, clean all that up, get her all set up in her playpen to like to play. Then I do my workout. Um, 
my workout is interrupted a lot, which is totally fine, but she'll be like crying or need me or whatever, or she wants me to play with her for a little bit. So like, I'm like in and out. Sometimes I can get, and again, my workouts are 20 minutes or less. Like usually they're about like 13 to 20 minutes. Um, because that's what she'll usually be able to occupy herself for sometimes the whole time. Sometimes not like it's, it's always so dependent. Like today I fed her in the middle of it. I had to change her in the middle of it. And then I, I went back to it. So again, it doesn't look the same as it used to. It's not uninterrupted, but that's totally fine, right? Like it is what it is. I'm not like expecting her to just sit there and be totally fine for like an hour in the morning. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's, I just, I love it. I love that she's seeing this too. Um, and it just allows me to stretch, stretch my capacity even more of what I can handle and, and feel really good about still while doing it. Um, and then I get her ready and we go for our walk. And then my walk, this is another part of my spiritual practice. And that's like my high vibe part of my morning routine. This is the highest vibe part of my morning routine is when we go for our walk, the first like 10 to 15 minutes of it is in complete silence. I don't listen to anything, nothing. I'm just like looking at the trees. Like it's like a walking silent meditation, which was the only type of meditation I was doing for a while. Now I am doing my stillness practice, which I think is really important. It's totally different type of, um, meditation for me. I need that stillness. Um, but this is also really great. So I do that. And then once I get to a certain point on my walk, that is when I will like check in on Voxer, which is like a free messaging app. That's where I have my one-on-one clients, the trying to conceive accelerator group Voxer. I support them in there. Um, I have the mind your hormones method broadcast in there. So I'll like drop some like notes in there for them, like voice notes or whatever. Um, and I check in with my mentor on there and I'll check any text messages before that moment. I do not look, I do not check my email. I, I still don't actually check my email or I don't check my email or social media until after our walk, which is about three hours or more after I actually wake up in the morning. Right. So the, when I do check my phone at that point on the walk, that's the first time that I'm actually like checking in with clients or doing any work related stuff before that. I'll sometimes like if my mom texts me or Chris texts me, I'll look at that in the morning, but otherwise there is no email, no social media, nothing on my phone. And as a business owner who runs an online business, this is so huge. And this is a boundary that I hold and has changed everything for me. And I've been doing that since way before Madison came, um, because like that starting your day with social media or with your phone or with email, like what a quick way to get you out of your power, to get you ungrounded, to have other people dictate how you're going to feel throughout the day. Hell freaking no. Okay. So that is something for you to really check in on. So anyway, I do that. If I don't have a lot of like, if the clients need that much support or it was like a quick check-in, um, then I will, and I have time, I'll listen to my walks in the morning are usually about like 50 minutes. Um, I'll listen to another Abraham Hicks audio, just like a random one on YouTube. And then I do my visualization practice always at a specific point in my walk. I do like the same route every day, a specific point on the walk. I know like I'll stop whatever I'm doing and I'll do this like visualization practice, my spiritual practice where it's like, really, I'm like, feeling, I'm tapping into the feeling of what I am wanting to manifest in my life, like the actual feeling of it. So for example, a lot of times, so we'll talk about business wise right now. Again, I'm accepting women into the trying to conceive accelerator, which if you don't know what that is, that is my small intimate group program, like a handful of women, because they're working really closely with me one-on-one, um, who've been trying to conceive for four or more months who want to get pregnant, stay pregnant, have a healthy pregnancy by naturally boosting your fertility. It's freaking amazing. So I literally visualize there's already a few women in there, but even like 
like the ones that I'm calling in, I actually visualize and feel my body, the messaging me like, Oh my God, Corinne, I'm pregnant. Oh my God. I can't believe it. Holy shit. I literally imagine it coming into my DMS or into Voxer. And I'm like, Holy shit. And I literally like people who watch me on the streets, probably going crazy. I don't care. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like freaking out, like feeling into the energy of it, feeling into the energy of like, Oh my God, we're going on this vacation. Like feel into the energy of whatever you want to call into your life, feeling into like my husband and I having such an amazing day. Like literally I just tap into how I want to feel and I allow that feeling to take over me. And sometimes it's easier to get into that feeling than others. But the point is that you are actually tapping into the feeling of it, not just saying like, I am blank, like, and those affirmations, it's really tapping into the feeling of it. And that is like something that's so, so helpful for me. And when it's raining out or whatever, and we're not going for walks, I'll do it when I'm driving in the car or when I'm getting ready. But that is something that I always, always do. So really what I want you to take out of this is like, what makes you feel the most grounded? What like write these questions down. What makes you feel the most grounded? What pattern are you currently stuck in, in the morning or just in life? That's like, that's just a habit, but it's not serving you and that you can just drop because it's not supporting your morning or your day in general, our morning sets us up. Like we have to really make sure that we're doing something for ourselves, and you don't have to do all these things, right? Like you do not have to do all these things. It's just what I personally do. Do you actually need to check your email or your social media right away? Or even before you've done anything to fill up your cup? Like, do you actually need to do that? Can you give your baby something to occupy themselves for 15 minutes in their crib while you meditate for five minutes, wash your face and brush your teeth? Like those, like that alone is so, so helpful if you're unable to get up before them. And then this is a big one. Where are you making excuses instead of making changes that can be done? right? Like where are you just using motherhood as an excuse that you don't have the time or you can't do it instead of making motherhood the reason why you are committed to doing it? Let me say that again. Why are you using motherhood? Where are you using motherhood and why as an excuse that you don't have time or you can't do it instead of the reason why you are committed to doing it. Okay. And again, this is gonna be different from day to day. This would be different from season to season. If you're in newborn stage, like girl, just make sure you brush your teeth and you know, buckle up. Okay. Like it totally depends on where you're at, but you have the personal discernment around what you are really just being lazy about, what you're just using motherhood as an excuse about and what you can actually do every day. Make one small change, one small change. And that's going to shift the momentum and you're going to notice how different you feel and how much better you feel. And that's going to help you keep going and add on from there. If you're not doing anything to support yourself right now, do not try adding on all these things, right? I'm going to drop the audios in the, um, show notes for you. Start with those. Start with a five minute meditation. Just start honestly reflecting on your morning right now, doing an audit of it. What's working really well. What's not working really well. Like how can I support myself better? What's going to make me feel the most grounded and what excuses am I currently making that I can drop? Okay. So that is my high five morning routine. The things that's most high five for me are those audios that I'm going to drop, the meditation, the walking in silence, and then doing that visualization practice. Those are like the best things for me. Um, but let me know if this supported you in any way, shape or form. Again, it's going to look different for everybody, different season, depending on if you're working from home, if you're not, but don't let your circumstances be your excuse. Figure out a way if in any way, shape or form, even if it's throughout the day, it's not just in the morning, whatever it is. Okay. You've got this, 
Your baby is counting on you. You are counting on you. I want you to feel your best. I want you to show up the way that you want to show up. And it's going to start with some small things that you're doing for yourself in the morning. And just know that it's more than enough. Even if it's just five minutes that you get to do a meditation in the morning, it's more than enough for you to feel as good as you are meant to feel. Oh, I love you so much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.